I'm Pamela Portnoy. I'm Alexa Marie Anderson. And no one's okay. <laughs> Hello. Hi. We're back with new microphones. Yes. And I have a friend. Her name is Scarlett. Pretty excited about her. Oh, we're very excited. Very excited. So hopefully we're sounding better. We're a couple steps short still of of really figuring it out, but I think we took some steps in the correct direction. I think we took one big giant step, which is good. One leap for no one's okay. Yes. yes. One giant leap. One for giant our leap. Yes. <laughs> so we mentioned on our previous episode that we were going to do Interstellar for movie night. Movie night. I feel so vain right now because I'm kind of obsessed with how I sound. <laughs> no, actually, like, I mean, I hope, I'm hoping that I sound as good in your ears as you do in mine. That's what I'm, that's my hope. Can I just like mention that this is not the first episode I recorded with this mic, but was doing it backwards, which Jason <laughs> very quickly fixed. He's like, um, do you have it backwards? Oh, I'm like, God. If, <laughs> if that were the case, that would be really dumb. And lo and behold, well, yes. I texted you today and I was like, well, if you're doing things wrong, I don't even want to know what's happening over here. Don't send Jason. <laughs> we'll we're figure it out. <laughs> The faith that we're having right now and how you sound. I mean, you sound great to me, but like you don't know how you sound right now. No idea. So I'm hoping we're really you- just patching it together today. Yes. Pam, I'm just like, uh, like I'm waiting on pins and needles to hear about. Okay. <laughs> I'm really trying. I'm really doing my best. So I mean, sorry. I should stop. I should just shut up because like, you know, you wrote the stuff down and I just watched the movie and showed up. So we're Welcome. doing great. We're happy to have you. <laughs> Thank you. Interstellar. <laughs> yes. Made in 2014. Wow. I didn't realize wow. it was that long ago. Honestly, it doesn't feel yeah, it that doesn't long ago feel at all. that long ago. I feel like I just saw it in theaters. Um, 2014, directed by Christopher Nolan, written for the screen by Jonathan and Christopher Nolan. A team of explorers travel through a wormhole in space in an attempt to ensure humanity's survival. That is, of course, according to IMDb. Matthew McConaughey plays Cooper. Anne Hathaway plays Brand. Michael Caine plays Professor Brand. Jessica Chastain plays Murph. Casey Affleck plays Tom. Mackenzie Foy plays Murph at age 10. Timothy Chalamet plays Tom at age 15. Matt Damon, with the surprise entrance, plays Man. Topher Grace plays Getty, Wes Bentley plays Doyle, David Jesse plays Romilly. What'd you think? Well, I really enjoy this movie. And it's funny because, like, when you mentioned it on our previous podcast, I, like, had forgot I'd seen it because I saw it in theaters, too. And it took me a while (laughs) to realize that I'd seen it and loved it. And then watching it again, um, I enjoyed it even more, honestly. I love yeah. Matthew, I love Matthew McConaughey. He's incredible. In general, I love him so 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 much in this film. His journey, oh my god. Yeah, I just love it. I was watching an interview I think with Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey when they were doing the press tour for this 
And Anne Hathaway used a term, I think, called the McConaughey Assance, the something like. Like it was named after him? Just like the moment in time where we all, where he started just doing all these serious roles. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he's always yes. been, like, an epically talented actor. I've always loved watching him. But right around the time he started doing uh, Mud. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he did, of course, uh, Dallas Buyers Club, which he won the Oscar for. Um, Magic Mike. Like, that. he started doing all these, like, roles that were totally different than what he was doing before. And I think Anne Hathaway referred to, uh, referred to it as, like, the mcconaughey or something like that. Oh, I love that. Or the McConaissance. I have no idea. But, McConaissance. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, this was definitely around that time, and he's fabulous. And the funny thing about what she was saying was she, she says that she knew that he would win an Oscar after she saw his performance in Magic Mike, which... Yeah. Okay. He made like, first of all, like aside from the fact that like the dancing and the sexiness in those movies are like incredible. Like he did like such a well-rounded dynamic performance in that film too. Absolutely. I just thought that was, that really caught my ear when I was watching that. Yeah. He has so many moments and like, I think one of my favorite moments, which is also like an extremely emotional moment. And what I felt most connected to watching the film this time around uh, was when he's watching the tapes. Oh, yeah. The the scene that I was mentioning, right? Yes. And so and because I, I it has been so, so long since I've seen that scene. And like tw- it, it's like 23 years have passed. Is it 23? I think. Yeah. 23. It's like something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. And just, she was 10 and then 33, yes. I think, was when he left. But, like, just watching his face watch the videos and, like, he goes from, like, pure joy to, like, sobbing. Like, I wonder how they shot that and, like, how quickly he was really going through each emotion. I don't know. That just fascinates me because it was so interesting to watch. It was so relatable because, like, I feel like as humans, especially on the day-to-day during this pandemic – we go from like one extreme at least i do wait i'm not gonna speak for everyone i do too i do too i go from like one extreme to the next like i'm like i'm laughing and i'm happy and then like maybe an hour later i'm sobbing i don't know so that was a gamble (laughs) it's a gamble so that was really relatable and also just an amazing performance absolutely I don't know. That really hit me differently watching that a second time around for some reason. I think I kind of passed by it the first or not passed by it the first time I watched that part. But like, I just I don't know. It's just different. You're right. I think it's the the changes that he goes through because he, of course, hadn't seen what his kids grew up to look like. He I think what they were gone for maybe technically like i don't know the science really frustrates me in this film sometimes because i i get really lost i don't, they go down for the long like nap they call it right yeah and then this that these scares are me. after that that freaks me out by the way right that gives me anxiety and it's not the first time i've seen that done in in a movie the other time it's in a, it's in a comedic movie which i'll mention in a sec but it's not 23 years for him, obviously. It's just a few months, I think, right? Yeah, because time's different, right? Yeah. Can you imagine just being gone for a few months and then you're a grandparent? 
and your kids are grown. They don't look the same anymore. They have a relationship to you that you're really not aware of because Mm -hmm. you've been gone for so long and they've like built ideas about you in their head. That's a lot. And I think like that's just so much information. It's really hard. And it's so interesting seeing like the two different relationships that he has with his kids. Like his son is like super hopeful Mm -hmm. and like is very much keeping him in his life. And then you see the son lose hope about his dad coming home. And that's like so sad. And then, of course, he doesn't see his daughter until the one video that she makes. And yeah, she's still mad at him. It's really heartbreaking. Uh, Yeah, I thought he did an incredible job with that. That's not easy. Like thinking about how like I would even tackle something like that. You had to plant a lot of emotional landmines. Well, right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, for me, like, I can't even imagine, like, shooting that, like, I don't know how long that would take me to get to each place. You know what I mean? Like, each place in my mind. And so I'm just curious about how that how that played out. That's that fascinating. Right, because they cut back and forth. So maybe they right. shot it. You never know. Maybe they did, like, one long thing where he yeah. constantly changes it. Or maybe he takes a little, a little time and yeah. gets into the next beat. Yeah, like I'm curious, curious about that for sure, because I think it would be really difficult as, you know, for me as an actor to, to, you know, go to one extreme to the next. Yeah, but that's beautiful. That's, that's a challenge that I I love. I love that kind of stuff. Definitely a fascinating scene for, for everyone to, to watch, but especially actors, I think. I also thought Michael Caine had a really, really great, I've thought, honestly, this cast is amazing everyone's phenomenal i do remember when i was in theaters and i saw this i was really surprised when i saw matt damon i was too i was like wait what because we're used to seeing like matt damon as like the leading man Mm -hmm. and not have like a cameo towards like 75 percent into the film yeah it was it was it was a little surprise oh man but like love to hate him Oh, yeah. I didn't... I mean, obviously, his character is not not the fave. Definitely not a fave. But I think what's great about it is that you kind of get it. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's forgivable. Right. But I, but also, like, mentally, like, his, like, where his mental... Like, where his brain is. Oh, my God. Speaking of quarantine, like, when he, they wake him up... Mm-hmm. out of that sleep state and he sees a person and he breaks down crying first of all beautiful yeah but that's how <laughs> this is like the worst comparison because i obviously hadn't been living alone in space for many years on a planet all by myself so it's a terrible comparison and i've had like human contact and i've been able to talk with people through technology as much as i want but i was like oh yeah like that's partially on a very small scale how I felt after a couple months of like not having a hug right like there's a there's a small part of us now that can can kind of feel that or feel like a you know just a little bit of how he was feeling obviously it's very much so on a larger scale I mean I I don't even know what I would be like yeah can't even imagine it like not okay clearly but (laughs) No, definitely not okay. I think I'd be scared to see a person at that point. Like, I'd be like, 
I'd wonder if I was hallucinating. Yeah, I'd be like, is it real? Is it, are you uh, what's happening? Especially because he said that he had put himself to sleep without a wake up. Yeah, that's gnarly. Let's talk about that sleep thing because <laughs> that really triggered me. <laughs> what what about it triggered you? Well, I think because I have claustrophobia and then also like it's going- also water. Yeah, it's water. I'm like, there's a lot of things that I like don't, it's all the things I'm kind of afraid of, like drowning, being in a small box, trapped, (laughs) like, you know, like, it doesn't sound like a nice way to like, totally. I'm wondering why the water and I was thinking about, have you heard of those like um, float tanks? Yeah, that there are, they have them kind of all over the place. Yeah. I don't I haven't been so I'm not sure but like I feel like the temperature of the water is supposed to be pretty close to like what body temperature is and so you really get the sensation of like not feeling anything and you're in the dark and you're floating. And so I'm wondering if that the water component has something to do with that. Right. I I don't know. Or like when you think about it like before you're born you're in like you're in water like you're in yeah, not exact, right? So, like, maybe it's like kind of like a womb. Like, you feel very like maybe it does feel natural to be like that after a while. Because I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Any scientists out there that want to help us out with this? Because th- this film, I'm not ashamed to admit. Like, I could follow along with the plot, and I understood what was going on, mm-hmm. but the actual mechanics of it, no. And I don't know how scientists actually feel about it, if they were pissed or not. But, like, the whole, like, five-dimensional world with the book, like, I, I could not follow. Yes. I. But I understood it emotionally. Mm-hmm. I you completely know? agree with you. Like, the different, the t- like, the passing of time and, like, the diff- like the different time zones. I don't know. That was confusing to me a little bit, and I didn't understand like I got, like, like I got it, but it was I, I, like you're right. Like the science behind it, I don't know anything about that. So I was like, "Is this like the extent that I knew was the longer that they stayed on the new planet, the longer it would be on Earth." So I think it was yeah. like the closer you are to this wormhole, the crazier time gets. Something like that. So, but I I yeah. feel like the beautiful part about this movie, as like elaborate and crazy as the concept is. You don't need to really follow to emotionally understand the film and to be emotionally affected by the by the story. I agree. I agree. Yeah, the character development is so amazing. So I think that really helps you a lot. Does that sound so lame that I just admitted that, like, I don't understand what's going on? No, that's not lame. I mean, there's a lot of, like, first of all, like, let's let's be real. Like, there's we've never been to space so <laughs> like I, there's yeah. a there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff about space that i i know nothing about like i that's very foreign to me like obviously you learn certain things in school and you know research on your own maybe but like there's a lot of things like we don't understand about that so put all all of the other stuff on top of just like not even knowing you know what it's like to be up there mm-hmm. it's a lot it's a lot to process Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I do know that I really enjoy it and I it really affects me on an emotional level. And I'm very invested in all of the characters. Agreed. And just I don't know, like I think it's 
an interesting film to talk about, especially during this time, because I think just even like thinking about like losing like losing time in your head, like him, like the passing of 23 years and then him watching those videos. And like I sometimes feel like I think back on this this year so far and I'm like, wait, what? What was I doing? Where was I? I don't remember that. Like, you know what I mean? Because we were in quarantine and mm-hmm. like it almost feels like when I write the date on a piece of paper, I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, I feel like I just transported here. Yeah. Like, how are we almost to September? Yeah, we just got an email saying, uh, let's meet in September. I'm like, what? Yeah, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, I feel like I'm still back in March. 100%. Like, our, we were like, we like hit pause in March. And like, now we're like awake again, a little bit awake again. And I'm like, wait, why are we in September? It's very interesting because I have a little bit, I know this is like, probably a little anal retentive of me, but I've felt some anxiety about the passage of time that has happened in the last several months. I've been like, well, I'm not, we're we're not going to get this time back, Mm -mm. which has been like a major reason why I've been trying to be as productive as I can. We're all just doing our best really. But yeah, this is just, it's honestly, it's honestly crazy how much, everything just shut down and talking to a lot of people in the industry saying like no one's working right now it's like we're still kind of in sleep mode we totally are do any of you guys out there feel like that like time being wasted thing logistically we know it's not and that like the shutdown was necessary but right i don't know and i think everything happens (laughs) that sounds so cliche i was literally like everything happens for a reason but I, I have a hard time with it when it's something so awful. I don't. I don't know why. That is something I've truly always believed in and I've never lost sight in. I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's my upbringing or whatnot. But because good, I, I can't speak for everyone because I know terrible, terrible things have happened. And terrible things have, you know, things that I didn't like happened to me as well. But there also were like good things that happened because of it too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I can't speak for everyone. And I'm not saying that that's there always is, you know, a light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe there's not. I don't know. I I don't know anything. I'm just going to say that before I say anything else. That's but the one thing we do know. <laughs> I don't know anything, guys. But I Neither do I. For me, at least, and why it's easier for me to hold on to that truth is because, like, there were terrible things that happened, but then there were, there were things that happened that were really great. And even if they started out terrible, something – I can always – and it, maybe it's just the way I am as a human, and maybe I'm just, like, making up rainbows out of nowhere i don't i don't know but i always can find something positive out of something negative and maybe it's a special skill maybe i should put that on my resume um (laughs) i think that's lovely quality um and maybe i look delusional i don't know maybe i do but it doesn't matter what it looks like it helps me so (laughs) that's what matters that's what gets me through the day-to-day so yeah i think a lot of people have like or you know learned learned something at least right maybe maybe you know i don't think there's a wrong or right answer but yeah yeah i have a hard time i feel like i always censor myself when we talk on the show because i feel like i don't want to offend anyone i'll say that i'll admit that yeah i mean just because we say one thing doesn't mean we know nothing again we know nothing yeah (laughs) i'm happy to say that i know nothing i I don't understand (laughs) the point of interest (laughs) 
<laughs> I understand the plot, not the science. But yeah, I was just thinking about like, why do I feel the need to like backtrack everything I say when I say I feel like we lost so much time? Why do I feel like I need to explain myself? You don't. For saying something it's a like valid. That? It's a valid point. I struggle with that too. Listen, we're all human. We're not perfect. We're gonna say things that aren't as eloquent. You know, we can't be we can't be perfect all the time. And everyone's processing everything so differently. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we could say, you know, it's just it's all everything's jumbled. Yeah. Everything is jumbled right now. Oh my god. There are moments where I feel like I'm really strong and I feel like I'm actually being a nice support system for certain people. And then there are other times where I am like irrational and just like out of my mind and I'm like, oh my God, my behavior is out of control. We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that. You're being a great support system to me. Happy anniversary. Yes. Happy anniversary. Pam sent me flowers <laughs> and I didn't know that it was our anniversary. So yes. So I'm <laughs> I'm clearly a great support system. No, I don't I don't know. We were having a conversation because I knew I was like thinking about I think someone asked us how many episodes we had recorded up until now, and I didn't really know. And so it started like kind of looking through our episodes and looking through photos that we've taken. And then I saw the photo that we took the first day that we were recording, and I looked at the date, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's coming up. I didn't expect you to know what day it was. I was like, <laughs> we're not in an official relationship. I mean, we're Instagram official, I guess. We are Instagram with our, official. With our no one's okay. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better that because I didn't have those photos. So you had those photos. Because I was like, did she write this down when we were recording that day? I was like, did she make a note of this? No, literally, literally two weeks ago, it dawned on me. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad it dawned on me before it actually happened. Very cute. Very cute. I, I know. It. it was really cute. It was really cute. It made me feel really special. <laughs> yay I, it, so. I did something good for once oh not for once you do things <laughs> good all the time what what the heck likewise thank you interstellar interstellar <laughs> Pam? well now that you like to told people that i got you flowers i'm gonna say that alexa <laughs> got me chocolate covered strawberries for no good reason a few weeks ago so i'm not the only one doing nice things we try. We try. We're doing our best. To be thoughtful. We're very, uh, very romantic business partners. It we sounds are. Like. I'm not mad about it. Listen, I fully believe in like, this sounds dumb, but like, if I can make the people that I care about happy, I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah, it's important. Have you ever given flowers to a man before? No. No, I haven't. I had the opportunity to do that recently for a couple of friends that were in a play. Um, so I used the excuse of like them performing and I wanted to see how they would react to, to getting flowers and they loved it. Oh, yay. I feel like men don't get flowers anymore, but I talked to other guys about it and they're like, you know, the, the flowers are going to die. Get them, get a, get a plant. I'm like, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. But then like, if it were me, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm going to end up killing this plant. Well, yeah. I mean, guys, I killed a cactus. So did I. Don't feel bad. I feel really bad. And and, and, <laughs> and, and Shane and Shane has so many plants. Is he taking care of? Is he the yes, plant he's, dad? He's a plant dad. And so 
and I'm like, I'm just not okay. Like, I'm like, does it need watered? I think it needs water. Like, I named one. Does Louise. it need watered? I, I named one. I named one Louise. We have. We- <laughs> Wait, what is the name of your fake Christmas tree? Um, Eunice. Eunice. Okay. Yes, Eunice. You always name the plants like very like old fashioned names. They're old. They're my old broads. Yeah. Yes. I like it. Yeah, but I named Classy. one. Yeah, I named one Louise, and I was concerned about her today. And Shane's like, "She's fine. You're gonna overwater her and kill it." <laughs> and I was like, hey. "You know what's fucked up? You said that you killed a cactus, and so did I. The messed up part about killing a cactus is that when it dies, it's like the whole plant comes up out of the ground. Like the whole thing is just like." Look re- what you did, yeah. and it jumps out of the soil. It like ejects itself. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's like you've ruined my home. Bye. I'm trying to run away and find another home. But oh wait, I don't have legs. Oh wait, I don't. Have- <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I've definitely done that. that. Like where I went to like go water my cactus, and it just. It yeah. ejects itself it and plops like, over. Plops, and you're like, okay. I'm I like, guess. oh, the roots shouldn't be up. <laughs> and and the funny thing is too, like, I'm like, can I, can this, can I come back from this? Like, I was like, Shane, can we? Is this, can we fix? it? We can fix it, right? <laughs> He's like, before no. you guys talk about having like a dog, maybe figure out the plant thing. Yeah, I mean, I actually don't necessarily believe in that because I'm really good with animals. But I, I cannot for the life of me take care of plants. I think it's because we're overdoing it. Like, I definitely overwatered the cactus. We're like, like I'm overbearing too, mothers. Yeah, I'm like too attentive. And then, yeah, I smother it. We smother them with love and, and food and hydration. Yeah, and then it goes badly. Oh, yeah. I think that's exactly what happened. I was house-sitting for my friends who are probably listening hello when they went on their honeymoon and they left me very specific instructions as to how to take care of their plants and i killed the tomato plant and i'm so it was the cutest but i did everything they said but like i swear to you maybe it was it could feel my they my nerves and of course they like knew something bad would happen like they, they know i'm like this so they're like if it happens it happens like don't worry about it i swear I felt awful. I swear plants can smell fear. Totally. Like like dogs and like horses. Yes. 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 They're like, they, oh, this bitch. Yeah, they're like, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> I'm going to run out of here. I got to go. <laughs> but oh, wait. Oh, wait. I don't know. If well, you know what's <laughs> fascinating? So Shane has a uh, jade plant, a jade plant. I think it's jade. And I've never heard of that. I've heard of jade jewelry, but not a plant. <laughs> See, this is why we're not playing people. Um, yeah. Apparently, it's a jade plant. I think it's a type of succulent. Don't know. Don't, I don't. I could be saying succulent wrong right now. Succulent is my favorite words, but continue. Succulent, but apparently, like if one of their like they have like these big plump leaves, you know, and if it falls off, like apparently, I'm probably saying this all wrong, but like Shane told me, and he's done it. You can actually plant the leaf and that can it grows i feel like that happens with a lot of plants so i didn't know that but i think you i don't know the term for like when you take a piece of the plant and then you put it in water 
have it grow roots and then yes. you replant it. Yes. I forget the name for that process, but that's a, that's definitely a thing. a thing. Yeah, I was like fascinated by that because I was like, I would have thrown this out. Didn't and know. is it growing? It's growing. That's fabulous. I know. He has like this contraption. It has, it's like, has these little like, they look like stilts, but they're like, it's like a, like a wood stick, like a wooden stick in the soil with like clips to hold the plant up. Yeah. And it grows up the the stick. Yeah. I'm learning lots. (laughs) That's fabulous. Is it changing the energy of your place? I think so. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I haven't least, seen your place since he moved in. So. I know you're. Yeah, it's like a whole new world. So maybe when it's a jungle, it's, it's say a little bit. We have some bamboo in our room. I'm looking at it right now. That's exciting. I don't know. I would have you show me, but it would make noise. So I'll have yeah, to see it when we're done. Be like the whole thing. So yeah, that's I excellent. Didn't, I didn't name the bamboo yet, though. Maybe I should. Okay, let's on, name it right now. Working on names. Do you need to pass the names like by no, Shane? Okay. No. No. Okay. I, the only problem with this bamboo is that it doesn't look like a like like it looks like a Charlie. I like that. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think we can do that. I think he's a Charlie. Louise Charlie. Oh, I thought it would be a female Charlie. It could be. I mean, it could be any. It could be either. Okay. Charlie's like a totally could be either male or female. Let the plant choose. I don't know how we got here. This I, is movie night. I have no idea. It's movie night. I have no idea. Interstellar. Highly recommend it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's a good quarantine watch. I feel like the best quarantine watches right now are the adventure films. I agree. Interstellar is a great adventure film. I think I'm going to get into Indiana Jones. The Mummy. National Treasure is an excellent quarantine watch right now national treasure alexa are you telling me that you haven't seen national treasure with nicholas cage i think i might be but i didn't mean to <gasps> alexa i was like as it was coming out of my mouth i was like i think i should just not speak in this moment alexa i'm gonna steal the declaration of independence yeah like i know that quote <laughs> But I've oh never my God. actually seen the movie. I'm it's a so human. it's such a fun one. It like I'm kind of jealous because if you get to watch that for the first time during quarantine, it's really gonna like change a vibe. You okay. know what I mean? We're just looking for vibe changes, mm, like right. a new feeling, a new sensation, emotion during this time. I'll take okay. anything different. That'll that'll give that to you. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. I bet you Shan has seen it. I know. I was actually curious about that. I wish I could ask him right now. But he has his noise-canceling headphones on because... Because he doesn't want to listen to He doesn't want to hear me, so... (laughs) He puts them in... Does he listen? No. He always has his (laughs) noise-canceling headphones on. No, does he listen to this show? Oh. I think he has. I don't think he's a yeah. regular listener, but he does like podcasts. He listens to a lot of different podcasts. He's a fan of the pods, but I don't. He'll check in here and there. He'll, he checks in. He checks in here or there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's got his own thing going on. Well, that's a very rewatchable movie. So if he's seen it, I'm sure he won't mind seeing it again because that's like such a fun one. Probably not. I feel like he's either not seen it or he's 
seen it and he's probably like, oh my God, you haven't seen that? We need to watch it right now. Yeah, I feel like that would be the general feeling that yeah. you would get from most people. Yeah, probably. When you tell them that you haven't seen National Treasure. That was probably one of my favorite memes of quarantine, actually. It was like a picture of someone knitting and I think it was Kiefer Sutherland knitting something. <laughs> and it's a day two of quarantine. I'm going to learn how to knit. And then below it, it has a picture of Nicolas Cage in National Treasure. And it says, day 56 of quarantine, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Oh, that's actually really cute and funny. That's I love it. It's really accurate. Oh, my God. You did learn how to knit. I did learn how to knit. You actually did. You you made I me did. a scarf. Is it broken yet? No, it's beautiful. <laughs> And obviously, it's too hot to wear right now. Wait, obviously, I haven't been able to wear it, or else I would probably die of heat stroke. But it I'm is, literally like under boob sweat right now. Yeah, it's it's a <laughs> it's lot. It's really bad. It's, it's a lot, but it's like beautifully hanging on my coat rack in my um like doorway. So I'm very, it's very beautiful. I'm happy you like it. Yeah, there are some errors, so I hope it doesn't unravel. Like you our know emotions. what? It's imperfectly <laughs> perfect, Pam. Thanks, Alexa. You're welcome. I hope you use it in good health. I will. Keep your, your limbs warm. My limbs. Your necks. My neck. Did we talk about Interstellar at all? We did in the beginning. Well, I mean, we covered it in two episodes, really. Yeah, this is like um, a, you know. I would be um, remiss to say, I don't know if I use that accurately, but we're doing great. Um, I should say that Jessica Chastain's performance is always incredible. I have been on a Jessica Chastain binge this quarantine. Like, we watched and reviewed Molly's game earlier mm-hmm. on. Uh, watched her in this, and she's absolutely lovely in this. Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark Thirty. Fucking excellent. And then I just saw her in another movie. Oh, my God. The name is, like, slipping my mind. I literally saw it, like, two nights ago, where she plays a lobbyist. Oh, my God. I'll like, come up with it like the second we end the episode, but she's really good in it. Miss Sloan is the film I'm talking about. I just watched that. Miss Sloan. I remember I saw it in theaters when it came out because I'm such a fan of hers. And then I put it on and I really love like political films and like like psychological thrillers that have to do with like government and things like that. It really did it for me, this film. I'll have to watch that. I haven't seen it. Yeah. And also, like, as lame as it sounds, like, her costuming is pretty epic. That's not lame. It's not lame. You're right. I love it. Just like in Molly's Game, it was epic, too. Yes. I miss going to the movies. Me, too. Really sad. Yeah. I've been trying to set a mood for when I watch films to try to, like, create some sort of cool experience. I like that plan. Yeah, that's Like, good. I'll, I'll dim the lights and I'll light some candles and I'll, like, make myself a cocktail and enjoy a movie if i can't go see it in theaters i'll try my best exactly anything else before we move on to our next segment we covered a lot of ground i don't know what we covered at this point are you okay pam clearly not (laughs) i'm doing better than okay i had a good day yay i had a self-tape audition which was super fun uh it was a really good one thoroughly enjoyed that I don't know if you have this experience, but I I don't know, maybe when it's like, I like all different kinds of writing. And I really like, like I said, going 
like I like political stuff and I, I love going out for like procedurals and things like that. But a lot of the time with dialogue like that, delivering exposition has its challenges. But the scene I went out for, the, the film I went out for uh, today, it was more of like just a regular conversation. Hmm. And it had a lot of like twists and turns and it was like, it had depth and it was just really fun because it felt very natural and just fun. And I got to like really explore some stuff, which was really great. That's always good. Yeah. And now we're here and that makes me happy. And it's our anniversary. Yeah. And I've been having a really good day. Knock on wood. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to continue to have a good day thank you and then tomorrow will be good too thank you you're welcome are you okay no why i am i'm better than okay good honestly this is like one of the first times you like really just jumped on the no i did i know it's so uncomfortable i think what i really found is, is like it's just really uncomfortable for me to say no because I'm so accustomed to saying yes to that to that question, which is like the whole point <laughs> of why we do this. So, I, and I, just now, guys, what episode is this? Just now, I'm becoming comfortable with saying no. So, that's how programmed we are as humans, which is great. Yeah, this is a process. We're learning as we go. It is. It is. Yeah. No, I'm doing better than okay. I don't know. Today was a good day too. I mean, I didn't really do much. But it was a very peaceful, positive day. So, like, what more could you ask for? That's fabulous. That's exactly what I'd want in a day off. Yeah. Yeah. Today was my – yeah, a day off. I have to work tomorrow. But – She just had – she has the best facial expressions. I really want to figure out how to start filming so you guys could see the precise way that Alexa crosses her eyes (laughs) and, like, half winks at the camera when she is short circuiting speaking of self-tapes like that like i i I love when i can use that in a in a scene you do the eye twitch oh i or like cross my eyes because like it's so natural for me so it's my way of like adding my authentic like self into the scene and so like i always look for for like it it has to lend itself to it of course like i did an eye twitch i love that I love that. When I was like looking at my scene partner, like, what are you, what are you it doing? I don't know about you, <laughs> dude. It works. I I just love. I yeah. I love adding like stuff I do in real life into my scene. So whenever I get the chance to do it, I like to do it. But yeah, yeah. These, those about- are the things that like no one else is going to do. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In the way so that true. you do them. Yeah. Right. 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 So that's always fun. Speaking of self tapes, I haven't like you know me. I'm I'm I love to go into the room, but obviously I've had to become more comfortable with the self tape, mm-hmm. the self tape world. But I'm getting I'm getting used to it. That's I'm good. finding my own. You know, I'm having I'm having more fun with them now. That's fabulous. Yeah, it was a struggle. In the beginning. Honestly, it was a, a little bit of a struggle for me, too, because I have such a great place that I always go to to mm-hmm. I like go to a studio to, to get it done. And it just allows me the opportunity to like not worry about the tech. Yeah. And so worrying about the tech has been an absolute just like stressful nightmare. But today, like this is going to sound so dumb. OK, like. I sound so dumb in this episode. 
Um, no, you don't. No, but I do because I talked about how my mic was backwards and I talked about how I didn't understand the science of Interstellar. But I'm also mean- going to add. I'm also going to add this. I have my what do we call that ring light uh, ring light and i have a tripod mm-hmm. and i have that set up and then i have my tripod that i put my camera on mm-hmm. for my self tape and i've been like the tripod isn't tall and so i've been putting books under the legs okay and then i realized that there was still some like give on the legs still like there are two oh, notches like you can make that adjust longer. and I've only was adjusting one. It's okay. I found this out today and I'm like, oh, like this saves me a lot of time. You know, sometimes Alexa, that's embarrassing. It's really okay. Like I made I, I make stupid mistakes all the time. So this is not phase. But like I've been do using that tripod with like I've been doing like a makeshift like MacGyver book stacking situation <laughs> for months. It's okay. Okay, and I'm like, okay. oh, I can do this evenly. Wow. You got there. That's all that matters. That's just like typical me, though. Like, I'll make something so complicated when I really don't have to. I, I do that, too. It's the overthinking. Like, when Jason – hi, Jason. When Jason <laughs> sent me the email and he's like, I think your mic's backwards. I'm like, yeah, that would make sense. Like, that's something that I would for sure I feel like do. that's something that would happen to me. Great. I do think about details, but I feel like – it's almost like you're thinking too hard. I think too hard and I miss obvious things. Yes. But like I've kind of been like that since grade school. It's really weird. Like I I remember I vi- like I vividly remember teachers being like it's odd because like this harder question that pertains to the question you answered before you got correct and then like the easier question you got wrong. So I don't It's very yeah. they're like that's very odd and I'm like and I just always wrote it off but I think it's just because my brain is like over firing yeah <laughs> at all at all times <laughs> i'm constantly thinking about what could go wrong yeah how to how to fix perspective things but like i don't think about like how to like get it right in the first place yes i'm i'm with you on that i'm with you so, even though i felt really embarrassed when i like realized oh like this could go way taller <laughs> but at least now my life will be so much easier now that i know that yeah it's all good you're looking at me like I can't believe you're admitting. No, I I'm not. <laughs> like this is no, 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 no. I want to give a shout out to Alexandra, who I'm so excited to be recording with soon. Yes. Shout out. She like that conversation with her really empowered me to like. She gave us a really beautiful compliment about how we tend to be vulnerable, and it's not the first time I've actually like heard it and I didn't know that people were like really seeing like a lot of the things we were saying is kind of like putting ourselves out there in a different way and when she said that I've just like why don't I do that more so like I'm not gonna be embarrassed you guys don't be and if I am embarrassed I'll admit to being embarrassed and then we can talk about it it's part of life ever get secondhand embarrassment where you think of something embarrassing that happened to you like the day like a day ago and you like cringe i get secondhand embarrassment from things that i did 10 years ago (laughs) no me too like and it's weird it's like i get a flashback like i'll be driving in the car and all of a sudden it like overcomes me and i'm like oh no i swear to you i had that today it's the worst i always feel like secondhand like i'm more embarrassed about things that happened years ago than i'm embarrassed about things that happened to me like two seconds ago I got triggered watching something that the morning toast ladies put out they were talking about blacking out 
and then I got a memory of a night that I went out clubbing and I blacked out and I wasn't some, I don't do that often, but like, you know, in college, like there were a few times that I did that and I just like the amount of like, what's the word? Like cringiness. Yeah. It comes up when I think about memories like that or lack thereof. It's like so much to me for me to handle. And I literally had to say, that was years ago. You need to fucking let it go. <laughs> yeah. No, you do. You need to like check yourself because like I will literally have like a full body like cringe. Like my my whole body will like tense up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. It's like the whole memory just like passed through me. <laughs> yeah. Was there a particular one? I can't even remember what it was because I didn't have one in like recent. It didn't happen to me recently. So I don't know what I was thinking about. But I just remember what it feels like. Like I buy, like I like do like a little like thing. I'm like, oh. You do a neck crack. Yeah, I do a neck crack. I'm like, oh. I'm One sure- of our yeah. guests is known for his neck crack when something hits him like that. Or shout out to James. Yeah. Uh, he does a neck crack when he gets uh, frustrated with something. Yeah, it's a weird like tension release. It's like a, I need to shake it off. Yeah, it's like I need to get it out of my out of my system yeah it's weird come on you got to think of one i just came up with oh i'm i honestly now you're putting me on the spot like i i'm trying to think of something i'm trying to think of something it might even be as little as me like responding to someone wrong like like in an email or like in person like i don't know someone that i hold like hold very highly in my mind like even if it's like a mistake like they say something to me and i say something stupid like like I'm trying to think of an example like if someone would say like you know if someone like you know when you say like thanks you too to something that doesn't pertain to them oh my god I do that all the time yeah 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 yeah. or like but if I say to someone who like I like you know because there's certain people that make you more embarrassed than other people like I'll think about that and I'm like oh my god I can't even believe I did that or something like that that's obviously on a small scale I'm just trying to think of something really quick because I know that's happened to me before but mostly like how I say something to somebody. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was dumb. So like everything that I say on this show. No. <laughs> you get like third hand embarrassment with no, me. Like I I'm embarrassed for Pam for that thing I have that she said. Never, <laughs> I've never in my life been embarrassed by you. Ever. Like when Alexander brought up the pickle juice thing, I like that was great. I, like it was hilarious and I loved it was such a nice compliment that she was paying us but a part of me was like oh my god I really did say that I am proud <laughs> I am a I am a proud pickle juice drinker it's really your fault it is my fault I'm taking I'll take the blame for this but I'm proud of it very good so. wow we are just really sharing when in Rome it's out there in the ether now yeah it's it's really funny because a lot of people have been mentioning that lately. Like, oh, like some of the stuff you talk about, like you really put yourself out there. And I'm like, it's just funny because I'm a really private person. And yeah, so you. Yeah, you definitely are. I mean, I'm not like super like everything to the world either, but I'm definitely a little bit more open to sharing things. But you're definitely more private than I am. I just think it's interesting because I don't I like I don't talk about, you know, very personal things and I don't bring up names uh, of people to respect uh, their privacy when I feel like that's absolutely necessary. And I don't know, I just, maybe it's because I'm willing to admit to embarrassing stuff that I don't necessarily hold as like 
I have a different bar for like what's precious to me and what isn't. Yeah, there's certain things that obviously, you know, you don't share. Yeah. But some things doesn't matter. And hopefully it's relatable. Maybe we're going to start a trend. Pickle juice, pickle juice drinks. Diaries. Pickle juice diaries. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. If we had any fans, they'd be sending us jars of pickles right now. (laughs) Is anyone out there? Anyone out there want to send us some pickles? I won't be mad. Totally. I want to invite all of you guys to send us an email. If you have any questions for us, if you have any thoughts on any of our episodes, we would love to hear from you and talk to you and we'll totally respond to you on the show. Right, Alexa? Absolutely. I I know I'm like catching you off guard on this one, but I think like, no, I I would want to talk to the people. Yeah, I would die to answer someone's question on our podcast. I feel like oh my God. so exciting. I think it'll be really good. So guys, our email where you can reach us at is okay at gmail.com. That is N-O-O-N-E-S-O-K-A-Y at gmail.com. Send us, send us a, a note. Yeah. Say hello. Be nice, hopefully. Or not. We'll take a hate or two. (laughs) I'm kidding. We'd really rather not. We probably just won't respond to you. Yeah, that's fine. All right. All right. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all the things. If for some reason you want to see more of us, you can follow us on Instagram at no one's okay. And a special thanks to Jordan Ross Weinhold, Sean Moore, Jason Crow, Claire Palmer, Jackson Palmer, Tiffany Hamoff, Shane Rings, James Liddell, and our podcast is recorded at Soundworks Studios. We, we can't, can't wait, wait to meet you. Meet you.